You are listening to Feeding the Mouth That Bites You with Ashley Parrish and Jessica Pfeiffer. A weekly podcast guide on parenting teens and launching them into the world. As always, we are joined by psychologist and author, Dr. Ken Wilgus. Hey, everyone, and welcome back. Hey there. Hey. Hey, Dr. Ken. How are you guys doing? I'm tired, but I have no (laughs) real excuse for it, so. Well, Jessica and I have been hard at work. Dr. Well, you, so you, I'm tired and you're the ones that have been working. That just doesn't mm-hmm. sound right. <laughs> Yes. Thinking of all kinds of really great things to do. What? What have you been working on? Prove it. Well, we have been doing some research and we're coming up empty handed. But before we get started, I know that you've got a great story for us. So why don't I yeah. toss the ball to you? All right. So I get we've talked about the great teenagers of history. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've already talked about Richard II, Joan of Arc, who were teenagers. And again, this is because we always think of teenagers as doing great things if they, you know, get first place in a writing contest, which is fine. But there are young adults that have changed the world. Right. For example, you may remember in 1616, this is in the Americas, the story of John Smith, who was captured by the uh, Native Americans uh, in America. And he wrote back uh, to uh, the queen about that episode where he was just about to be killed by the chief Powhatan. And he says this, he said, two great stones were brought before Powhatan. Then as many as could laid hands on him, Smith, dragged him to them and thereon laid his head and being ready with their clubs to beat his brains, Pocahontas, the king's dearest daughter, when no entreaty could prevail, got his head in her arms and laid her own upon his to save him from death. That's the, how he described the episode of this king's daughter who saved his life by stepping in when they were about to beat his brains, spelled, by the way, B-R-A-I-N-E-S. This is old English. So and and this woman saved uh, his life and really made a huge dent in the progress uh, of uh, settling the uh, this nation. Pocahontas did that when she was wait for it. Twelve. Wow. What? Yes. Twelve. I would have thought she would at least been like 18 or 19. Well, you know, I saw the movie, the the Disney movie, which I'm sure was a documentary. <laughs> and she didn't look like no 12 year old. But <laughs> no. it is possible that Disney has uh, embellished, let's say. So, yes, 12 saved his life and then was sent to Belgium to uh, the queen. I think it was Belgium, uh, you know, because of that act, uh, just amazing act of bravery. So, um, you know, again, there's nothing wrong with our kids that are succeeding in their cocooned lives, but I do think it's important for us to think about. I read these stories because, you know, remember the whole idea of teenager and modern adolescent, which we think of as an old child, and it never was before. These are young adults and Mm -hmm. listeners need to remember that the kid that you're uh, training, not teaching, is a young adult capable of pretty amazing things. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Hello. Yes. Yes. There's a, a low bar, I think, for our teens when really there can be very high expectations of what they can it. achieve. You know, Ashley and I have been doing some research for the podcast and we were curious about 
inspiring teens. And I kept Googling teens, teenagers, inspiring teens. You know what I end up with is a lot of homicide stories. It's horrible. <laughs> Wait a minute. You Googled on inspiring teens and yeah, homicide stories. Yeah, I end up with homicide up. stories. And I think <laughs> these teenagers, they're not, I mean, That's it's depressing. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. And I think that, you know, our teens are doing some, there are some negative things that are happening in their teen years, but there are some positive. And we would love to highlight the teenagers that you know that are part of your life, whether it be a niece or a nephew or one of your own kids, maybe a, a student, if you're a teacher, um, that you think is doing great things. So Ashley, will you tell them a little bit about what we're planning? Yes. So we are having our first feeding the mouth contest. We want to hear from you about a teen in your life that is doing something great, something that's inspiring, something that's changing the, their community, their world. Um, and we're going to have an Instagram contest. If you go on Instagram and make your post, share a picture of the teen, share the story about what your teen is doing, then use the hashtag FTM inspiring teens. So that's FTM for feeding the mouth, inspiring teens with an S. If you use that hashtag FTM inspiring teens, we will be able to search the, that hashtag and read each story. As we read each story, we will pick the best one, which we think is the most inspiring. Um, and then we will feature that on our podcast. The winner of this contest will get an interview with us and a gift card so they can use it for their cause or just to treat themselves for a job well done. Um, the contest will be complete on 12-10. So you have until December 10th to submit your inspiring teen. And like Jessica said, it doesn't have to be your own teenager. It can be a teen in your community. It mm. can be, you know, your niece or nephew, just an, a teenager that is doing something inspiring because we know that they're out there and we want to hear about them and we want to shine light on them and we want to give them um, the spotlight for a bit because we know that teenagers are amazing and we're here for the teenagers. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, so you're saying that if my kid uh, made the honor roll, which they didn't, um, uh, but if they did, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. We're talking no. about real life, great things that, have, that are helping uh, with real life problems, that kind of thing. Yeah. I think maybe that's some, great. Maybe something that they're passionate about, that they're serving their community in a really unique way, or they've come up with an idea to raise money for something that's valuable. So just anything that you feel is worthy of our attention, we'd love to hear from you and find out more about what your teens are doing. You know, it makes me think about it because we have a number of listeners in Canada, in the UK and Australia and, and uh, other places that I think about, you know, uh, are American children, teenagers, more sheltered, you know, expected less? Is there at least some hope in other areas of the world where, you know, teenagers are given real uh, responsibilities and taking them on for the community? So I'd be particularly interested in, uh, you know, some of the uh, international listeners as well uh, on that yes. kind of story. Not that I'm downing American teenagers, you understand, but just no. curious. Just Why curious. do you feel that we, like as a society, uh, have a really low bar for teenagers? And anytime you say like, oh, I'm a mom of teens or, oh, we've got a couple teenagers. The stranger's response is typically like, oh, wow. You know, like know better it's... you than me or yeah. good luck with that. Like it's always this 
negative comment and response. And, um, you know, like you have to think as teenagers, you just have this bad connotation to this period in your life, you know, like it's kind of sad. Yeah. Well, you know, I've been guilty of that. I mean, you know, just as a kind of connector, I may be the one that goes, Oh, you've got three teenagers. Let's pray right now. You know, whatever. And you're right. It does leave out the real likelihood of uh, a number of teenagers that are actually you know, very responsible, uh, get along well with their parents, especially if you're doing planned emancipation, it helps a whole lot. But, um, and, and even teenagers that are doing uh, great things, it's almost like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm accidentally reinforcing the very thing that I really dislike, which is our modern view of teenagers as old children. Mm -hmm. Well, I always think that you are a cheerleader for teenagers, Dr. Ken. I always say that you typically will side with the teenager. Um, which is a great thing because, you know, typically parents look at their teenager as a big kid and really yeah. they're not, they're a young adult. Um, but, you know, I just, I'm excited about this because we want to hear about your inspiring teens because we know that they're out there. And I think about these teenagers in history, Dr. Ken, that you've been sharing about. And I think the neat thing about these teenagers is they're, they're so young and full of just passion and courage and resilience. And they're not quite old enough to have lived long enough yeah. to have diminished that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really true. And it's so funny. I still think it's funny. We talk about like Richard the second as a teenager. He wasn't, there was no teenagers in, in, in history, but he was a I young think. adult. And I think, you know, what, what we end up doing is, uh, one of the things I'm often telling teenagers is, um, look, just because you're treated like a child, you need to be careful that you don't respond like a child. And teenagers do. You know, they will have I've known teenagers that would have a tantrum in front of their parents that any other teenager that would walk in the room at that moment, they would stop. They would never want to mm -hmm. be seen. But I'm at home and I'm a child, so I'm going to act like a child. You know, I think it's a good thing for them to be challenged uh, more than just being adult at home, but also to be encouraged to do other things. You know, there was this book several years ago uh, called Do Hard Things, uh, Teenage Rebellion Against Low Expectations. It was by Alex Harris and Brett Harris. This is the twin brothers, little brothers of Josh Harris, the big disappointment guy who wrote I Kissed Dating Dubai and then turned around and kissed Christianity Dubai. Goodbye. We could talk another time about these young minister guys that I don't know how they got out there and they don't even know the faith, but that's not the point. The point is uh, it, it was one of the only books I know of, and I've actually even thought about writing, you know, there was a, a book in England that, that sold well over here as well called the uh, dangerous book for boys. Did you ever hear about that? And it was just a manual on things that boys don't learn carrying a pocket knife, how to make a, a, a campfire, uh, you know, these things that, and, and I thought, you know, it would be probably, but it was for boys. And I thought, yeah, mm -hmm. I would love to write the dangerous book for teenagers about the real, um, you know, kind of campaign that you need to have to push back against your perhaps well-meaning parents. But that does not mean that you have to follow along in those same low expectations. And that's what the Harris brothers tried to do in their book. Um, the thing I didn't like about it is I think it became kind of this whole website and 
everything has to become commercialized into something huge. And so I don't know, can't vouch for the overall campaign of do hard things, but I really did admire their, uh, their desire to challenge teenagers to do things like taking care of problems in their community, exactly what we're talking about. Cause mm -hmm. it's, it's harder for parents to encourage teenagers that have no peers that are doing it. And it makes a big right. difference if you know at least some teenagers that are in fact getting out there and, and doing things that help the community. Right. So switching gears just a little bit, this is the week of Thanksgiving when we're dropping this episode. And I know people are starting well, in the U.S., starting to think about the holidays. Maybe they already have a tree up. Yeah, Canada Maybe has they it have family earlier coming than us. into town. Yeah, they yes. may have already had it. It's it's weird. Yeah, so uh, people are starting to think about the holidays. They're thinking about their teenagers. They might be already pushing up against their teenagers, not wanting to be a part of certain holiday traditions. And I wanted to remind people because I just re-listened to both of these episodes last week in anticipation of holidays. Episode number 51 we did was on teenagers and the holidays. Right. And we talk a little bit about what the expectations should be and holiday traditions. And then episode 52, we talked about teenagers and family secrets. And there might be things going oh, on in your yeah. family that are difficult to handle or maybe need to be discussed before you get together with family. But it may be a time to be honest with your teenager about what's really going on. So that was 51 so, and 52? 51 and 52. Those were good. Those were good. good. We in got fact, a lot when of I listened to it, I remembered those. how good. Yeah. 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 Okay. And good. I remembered I needed to know this myself. So, yeah. Cause that's a little bit what we're talking about. Like, put your yes. teenager in charge of stuff, actually mm -hmm. ask for their help. It's a small example, but yeah, that, mm -hmm. that's a good point. Very exactly. Good point. The holidays are a great time for the teens to step up to the plate and help out with some of the traditions, maybe be the one that spreads a little magic for the younger kids, you know, that sort of thing where we can call our teenagers in to uh, be responsible adults, right. young adults. And to know that they're not going to do it the exact way that we would, but to give them a chance mm -hmm. and to let them spread their wings a bit. And you know, if it's a little rocky, let it be. So, um, yes. you know, nobody mm -hmm. starts out perfect and that's not the goal anyways, you know, but to invite them into, to making a dish or being a part of something, I think it's great. You know, I visited a couple of years ago, a community called the Bruderhof, which is about a hundred plus years old Christian community that started in Germany, but the Nazis routed them out. And then they were in England, then they were in Paraguay. It was a long story, but they have uh, a number of communities in the United States and in Austria, Australia um, in England, and they are a, a Christian community that lives like Acts chapter two. They have no private property. They share everything, uh, and it's tricky balance. And I remember that when I was there, there were some uh, projects like a cool um, volleyball court that was this house that had been renovated. And I was told that that was what the teenagers, which gather as a group there in that this particular community, uh, there's several of them, had been, uh, you know, they had a leader and they had been assigned, really, what is the thing you guys are going to do this year to contribute to the community? It was just part of their uh, general uh, process of growing up and, and encouraging them that, you know, in that case, you're part of our community. And so, uh, you know, they don't ask the children to do that. These children are just being taken care of. But by the time you're adolescence, you know, you're expected to contribute. Uh, to the community. Oh, and by the way, the Bruderhof also does not 
uh, they really encourage people, young people to leave uh, before deciding if they want to stay. They do that, you know, respect for their young adults. But I just thought that was an interesting point that they also really expect their teenagers to do real things to help the community. You know, it's not just a youth group that is, you know, singing songs and, you know, getting to know each other. I love that. I think that is good. And it's a good challenge as a parent to be thinking about ways that I can push my kids a little bit to step up to the plate, to challenge them to be responsible. So I hope that these tips are helpful to parents as they re listen through our two episodes. And also please join our contest. It would be so much fun to highlight a teenager, you know, that is doing great things in your community or in your family. So thank you very much. Thanks for joining us today. Hit the subscribe button so you won't miss an episode. Also, leave us a review. This is how other listeners find our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Feeding the Mouth. We appreciate you and would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, or ideas about what we've discussed today, please email us at podcast at feedingthemouth.com.